Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we are laying to rest one of the best albums in Taylor Swift's entire discography. Yes, we are laying to rest the snake, the rumors, and the reputation album. We are going to get into some of our favorite moments from the album. Of course, we're going to rehash the tour one more time. And we're just going to show some appreciation and some love for a truly transformative era from Miss Taylor Swift. So if you're into hearing about all of that good stuff, be sure to crack open the pantry door and uh, let's get into it. We are crunching and we are munching. It's a Taylor Swift edition and you know we're on a mission to discuss rap. We've got pep. I am C and she is P. Welcome to the Wow. I feel like I just went through like three fucking genres real quick just to fucking make the shit rhyme. Good job, me. Party could never. Good job, Courtney. Thanks. <laughs> well, this is the last podcast that's going to be out before Lover comes out <laughs> on August the, the 23rd. Listener, literally to the listener, imagine thinking that this wasn't going to be a Taylor Swift <laughs> themed episode <laughs> before Lover comes out. Imagine thinking. Imagine thinking. Imagine. Um, and we loved Reputation so much that we decided we wanted to give a proper goodbye to the rep era. Because even though it's technically already ended, it's going to be the nail in the coffin for the rep era. I know. And I feel like I feel like out of all the eras thus far, I've healed the most during Miss Reputation. And really, like, we need to place her in the casket and gently and really give her an honorable send away. Yeah. She deserves. I feel like this is the most I've been involved in rep, was rep era. The like, Reputation era? Yeah, like on oh, the yeah. internet. That shit consumed me. And Taylor yeah. wasn't saying a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I I love I love it. Yeah, same. I love like the message behind it, the symbolism with the snake. I love the poetry that came with it, the music that assisted, the visuals that confused the fuck out of us. <laughs> like I I can't I don't I really truly like I feel like like with every artist in every era, there's, like, some sort of point that, like, I dislike or maybe just don't love as much as all the others. Mm -hmm. There is not a point during the Reputation era where I didn't like it. Same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I never got tired of it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Maybe I just, I love a good black, dark emo moment, and mm -hmm. maybe I felt like that's as close to emo terror is we're gonna fucking get mm -hmm. so maybe she just triggered something in me maybe it was just really good time in my life but that album it transformed me as like people are probably like rolling their eyes like if you're not a taylor swift fan like maybe you just love us and you're listening because you want to hear us be extra but like i really wish i could put into words what it was like the first time i put um that album on and i really listened mm -hmm. because I, I had to I had to leave work early 
like I I had to go. Yeah. It was like people were like tweeting lyrics because you know of course unfortunately we had leaks. I had to go. Yeah. Felicia, I had to run. Okay, too much was going on. My boss said, "Okay, girl, you you are actually about to cut your finger off, like legitimately. Like I was uh, doing my acai bowl job at the time, mm-hmm. and my manager was like, you actually might legitimately hurt yourself. Taylor is sending you into a tailspin. Get the hell out of my store.' <laughs> and so, you know, I had to leave. But um, you know, I I thank you, uh, Taylor. Uh. Thank you. <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything else you want to preface before? We so, get... yes. So the day that you guys are here in this podcast is the day that the um, title track to Lover, Lover, comes out. So we have not heard the title track yet, but you probably have if you're listening to this. Let's make a prediction. What do we think it sounds like? I don't know. See, I'm looking at a list right now of all of her track three songs, right? And there's some iconic ones on this mm-hmm. list. It's okay. Teardrops on My Guitar is track oh, three. Love her. Story is track three. Mm. <laughs> Back to December. Oh, bitch. Treacherous. Style. And I Did Something Bad are all track three songs. <laughs> okay, so what we're hearing is Lover is going to be iconic because none of those songs are even near mediocre or below average i know i was sitting here trying to figure out which one is my favorite track three and i literally have no idea what was the 1989 one style style yeah and then i did something bad Mm-hmm. Uh, i'm gonna have to go with i did something bad yeah you know what? I literally had to I, – I really need to make this proclamation because I might not have said this on the podcast or maybe I said something different on the podcast. I feel like the listeners listen and remember shit better than we do, so they oh probably God. know. Definitely, I, yeah. They, pro- they probably know more than we fucking know ourselves. But I have to come out of the closet because I really, really, truly had to sit down. And it's it's ridiculous that a tweet sparked this. But I really like Reputation. Really, is my favorite Taylor Swift album. Mm-hmm. Like for for me, it is the like I can't explain why every single thing like there for me personally, there will always be some part of an artist story that won't I won't get maybe all the way. Mm-hmm. But for me, the story of Reputation a hundred percent makes total sense to me. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I do. Every single song, like for me, there's not a skip. Like right, I no. can listen to Reputation through and through and through and through over and over and over. Even New Year's, um, New Year's Day. Yeah, it's a good little bookend. I don't like a, I don't like us. I don't like a slow song at all. I don't like a ballad. I don't call it what you want. No, put her on. Mm-hmm. Put her on. Every. I really, I think, like, Reputation really just satisfies me. So I just wanted to let it be known that Reputation is officially my favorite taylor swift album officially of course at the funeral after it's already dead just like a man (laughs) (laughs) i really loved i loved reputation here i come bitch after it's dead um my track three i don't know which one i want to (laughs) pick i really don't know because like how can i not pick love story because what an iconic song but like treacherous style definitely say style 
Treacherous and Style have to be, they're both at the top for me. They're tied. I would probably say I like Style more than Treacherous. Really? Yeah. I like Treacherous, but I don't like Treacherous more than Back to December. Really? I love the lyrics to Treacherous. Treacherous is Mm. like a, uh, Treacherous is almost like delicate, but Mm. a different kind of delicate. Like I think Treacherous would be at the bottom for me. You think so? Not because I hate it, just because I like all of the other ones, like a huge amount more. Yeah. Yeah. Like just it's just comparatively. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sucks. Sometimes the last place should just sound better, but it just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like a bad place for yeah. a treacherous. It's just it's certainly not first. <laughs> I really like the acoustic version of Treacherous. Mm-hmm. She's cute. She's a cute girl. Cute next to the gorgeous rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know what my bottom one would be. Who knows? I mean, I can't pick a fucking bottom one. Um, But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. That what track three is because, I mean... <laughs> bitch iconic songs and a lot of those were all singles treacherous and i did something bad both were not but the rest of them are all singles a lot of girls wanted i did something bad to be a single they did how did you feel about that argument that that was one of the iconic arguments in the fandom getaway car or i did something bad as a single Mm -hmm. damn I think good I did something bad would have done better as a single than Getaway Car. I think it would have performed better, but Getaway Car would have gotten the better video. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think whatever visual Taylor would have planned for that, we probably would have connected to more. I feel like I did something bad would have had to come out like right after look. Like, you know what I mean? Like somewhere in the beginning half. Mm-hmm. of reputation because then after that the video started to sort of shift like instead of ready for it we could have gotten I did something bad even though ready for it is my shit I think I would have preferred I did something bad over end game mm. uh, I would say yes now but back then absolutely not yeah. I was like obsessed with end game when that album first dropped mm-hmm. obsessed Same. I couldn't believe it because I was expecting Drake, but instead we got Future and <laughs> Ed, which I was fine with. Yeah, we love you know what Ed I mean? Because we kept hearing, like, Taylor's hanging out with Drake. And I was like, well, what the fuck is Drake and Taylor about to do? Maybe we'll get Drake and fucking Taylor uh, real soon. Never know. That's what people are predicting, because she was wearing Drake on her pins on that denim jacket. What is that going to sound like? I don't know. Drake, don't mess up my girl album, please. <laughs> please. Please. I'm not playing with him. What like. was your favorite song when you first listened to it, and what is your favorite song now from Reputation? <sighs> this is a very difficult question. It's also one of the first... It's literally the first question on my list, but you made it better. Thanks. <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, when I when the album first came out, I think I was like 
really into Endgame, maybe. Uh-huh. And now I would probably say probably a tie, honestly, between Gorgeous and Getaway Car. And we know how everyone hates Gorgeous, but that's just, like, trash taste. Yeah, gorgeous we're going to have to – we've got to get into that because I want to say my piece on Gorgeous before we put this yeah. album to rest. Oh, um, yeah. But my favorite is the same. Literally, Dancing With Our Hands Tied, the first time I heard that, and you can even see it in my reaction video, I was very intrigued by it. The song intrigues mm-hmm. me because it's written as if – the relationship is over that she's talking about in the song. Cause she's saying what she would have done differently. Mm-hmm. She's using a past tense. And I thought that was very interesting whenever I heard it for the first time, like that caught me off guard. Love X. <laughs> um, X. And it's, X. it's still my favorite one. I have like great memories of seeing her at the B stage <laughs> singing that song. So it just like, Something in my heart about Dancing With Our Hands Tied. Um, I love it. That's my favorite. It's probably one. It's up there in my top Taylor songs. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But I also really love Gorgeous. Let's let's talk about that. Bitch, y'all need to leave Gorgeous alone. I know it's kind of like a fandom joke, you know, because like the people went to the secret session and they came out and they were like, the lyrics cut glass. It's going to like get Grammys like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like in my mind i mean that's literally kind of like how i feel but like, no, like hearing other people say it hearing other people say it is like girl come on but like that's how i feel like are you fucking kidding me y'all be dragging gorgeous but like gorgeous is the shit that gets you lit in the club gorgeous is that's what the most relatable song she's maybe like, ever written ever are you kidding me ever like that gorgeous hopped right over the girls heads are you kidding me yeah i mean it literally feels like like if i were taylor swift like if i had the life of taylor swift who wrote songs and was this famous singer that's what i would have wrote because bitch that's literally me it's like you should take it as a compliment that i got drunk and made fun of the way you talk bitch fucking me that's some shit i would do i'm talking to everyone (laughs) else but you yeah literally Easily one of Taylor's most relatable songs. Most relatable. Like, what the and hell? Of, and, of course, my ridiculous ass loves during um, the Reputation <laughs> Stadium tour when they go through the members of the fucking band or whatever. And they're like, Sarah. I'm Kelsey. I, like, I live for that. I live for that. I can't explain why. I I just don't know. It gives me life every time. <laughs> and then she goes, and I'm Taylor. <laughs> and I'm Taylor. Like, girl, like, I didn't spend this good coin. You better tell me your name one more time, girl. <laughs> and I'm like, we don't know. Like, your face ain't on this sweater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what Harry does at tour, too. He comes out and he's like, hi, I'm Harry. I'm from London. <laughs> Bitch, we know. Okay. All right, Harry. <laughs> fucking know um like we didn't just sweat on the sidewalk <laughs> for the past eight hours girl <laughs> so on that same note like one of my favorite things i think was like i said i was super involved online this era which i've never been in the past so i don't really i don't know why i think i didn't know about stan twitter like this for the other eras so i hadn't been mm. really involved but 
that made it so much more fun to like have all the like inside jokes and the fandom or like I would like watch the live streams and like see what the secret song was and it was so fun like watching everybody like be like all right what do we think it's going to be tonight like and seeing like the dates on the calendar or something and being like okay this might be this place or this place is like this so it might be this I thought that was really fun I think Swifty fandom culture is like fun it is everybody's you know so fucking I mean? funny like Taylor makes it fun and then like the Swifties t- always take it like a step further mm-hmm. I don't know I enjoy not to like make it sound ever so casual, but like I enjoy standing Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like yeah, I I enjoy, um, I enjoy it because I, it's one thing to just say like oh I like so and so, but like when I tell you I believe that shit like so with my whole chest, like you cannot. It's only two people, Felicia. You cannot tell me not a damn thing about Nicki Minaj, and you cannot tell me a damn thing about nobody's Taylor, Allison Swift. Period. Period. Yep. I, I was at, um, I was, uh, hanging out amongst some, some, uh, some friends, <laughs> and, uh, the topic of Taylor Swift came up, and they're like, you probably don't like Taylor Swift. I'm like, I love Taylor Swift, in fact. And I, and I just enjoy how it makes people uncomfortable. Like, I'm, a, I'm not afraid yeah. of what I like. You know what I mean? I think part of growing into your own, and I feel like something that Taylor has taught all of us, is, like, it just pays more to just fucking be yourself. Yeah. Because people are going to judge regardless. So who the fuck cares? The haters going to hate. You know what I mean? Haters going to fucking oh god are they gonna fucking hate felicia so what the fuck do i give a fuck i'm doing my own thing exactly right taylor be like i'm in one of my many homes (laughs) like petting one of my multiple felines (laughs) like buying whatever the fuck i want (laughs) and let me tell you something i can still put out four versions of the same fucking album and make the kids fucking buy that shit what are you doing (laughs) right yeah Girl, y'all better leave Taylor Swift alone. Period. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I think one of my favorite nights on tour, though, was I, I don't know if you remember this because time zones and shit. I don't know if you were even online, but when the guy was like saying he was in handcuffs, do you remember that? No. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck happened okay. even, but this guy was like saying that he was like supposed to meet her or something and is like bitch you're not invited to meet her and he was like live tweeting the whole damn thing and I don't know why but he was like I don't know he was tweeting it and then like (laughs) then like everybody was like you know making a joke out of it because it was just ridiculous and funny and he just tweeted like I'm in handcuffs (laughs) So, I don't know, now everybody says that. I'm in handcuffs, while I'm in handcuffs. I know, but, like, then, like, so everybody in the fandom just started saying, like, I'm in handcuffs. For all... That's a mess. That's a mess. It was a funny night, and then he... It was also the tweet where he was like, y'all think it's fucking funny, but when you're told you're gonna meet Taylor Swift and you've got the biggest smile on your face, it's about to be the best day of your life. (laughs) And then you get it taken away. It's the opposite of funny. I'm in tears. This bitch got arrested for trying to sneak into a secret session. 
or not a secret session well, a that's what the room. fuck you get see when you do clownery love x the clown comes back to bite it does it does <laughs> it truly fucking does Felicia. and that's what the fuck you get <laughs> Um, speaking of tour, what was your favorite secret song? Favorite secret song? Because hmm. if y'all don't know, Taylor would perform a different uh, song, like a surprise song every night. Wait, didn't she fucking do Wonderland and then we were not there? She did Wonderland in Canada. I don't even remember where it fucking was. It was the show before my show in Atlanta. <laughs> that one. Because I should have been there. <laughs> I think for me... I love me, that song. Oh, I love Wonderland. Wonderland is in my top favorite surprise songs. But I think my favorite one was when she did Come Back, Be Here, because that's a deluxe track on Red, and I don't think she's ever played it, and I never thought she would. I didn't even know that 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 she performed that. Yeah, yeah. I was I was unaware. Out. I hope that she performs songs from on Lover, but I'm scared that she won't, or, like, won't do... I mean, she's not supposed to do a lot of them, obviously, but, like, I don't know what ones I would want her to perform... Ooh, like whenever it comes time for a tour, we should do like a tour predictions episode. We should, honestly. Because I know what I want to hear, but I don't know if that's what she's going to play. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see the vibe. Mm-hmm. That's why I want Lover to be out already, because like, I'm already ready to see sonically what it sounds like. Yeah. Because then I feel like I make a better prediction of like what the tour show would sound like mm-hmm. in terms of songs that she would choose to mesh well exactly okay so if you could choose one song from reputation that doesn't have an acoustic version to be played acoustically what would you want to hear darling Ooh, ooh, hold on i need to look at the whole track list together (laughs) so we've heard delicate acoustic we've heard so it goes acoustic we've heard gorgeous acoustic right dance with our hands tied I think I I like Gorgeous just off of, you know, the video where she was, like, writing in the song? Mm-hmm. And she was strumming on that goddamn guitar? Didn't That's she? That's what I, I want to hear. Do we have that one acoustic? No. Not, I don't think a full version, just off of the song writer's thing. I think... I would, like the video series she did for the Ghost of TV. Yeah, I want to talk about that. So let's talk about that next. Because don't let me forget. Because I have thing that I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I think I want to hear. <laughs> I was obsessed with that. I want to hear dress acoustic. Oh. That would be a good acoustic. Okay, one. that's a good choice. I agree. Remember, she played King okay. of My Heart acoustically at that engagement party. Mm-hmm. That one was good too, but yeah, I think dress out of the ones we don't we haven't heard. Well, dress is cute. For me, I I would I'm dumb. I want gorgeous. <laughs> Give me all the gorgeous. I need it. I want the version of gorgeous that she was writing on the piano. In the in those videos, because like it was like um, 
Was it the piano? Did my ass get say guitar? My dumb ass. I thought it was the fucking guitar. Oh, no. She was on the guitar some, too, I think. But was she? I think so. Or I think King of My Heart maybe been the guitar one. But the piano, because remember when she was doing that, she was she had different lyrics for it. Like, it was like, my reputation mm-hmm. precedes one of us. Something. I don't know. But it was. I said, girl, what was, you, what was the rest of that, girl? Yeah. I wish I could remember what it was because it was really cool. Sometimes I like think about, about like what previous versions of like songs sound like before we get to the final version. Like, girl, give me that album of demos. I know. I love that because she did that with Just 1989 too. We got the voice mm-hmm. notes. I'm like, I want more of that. I'm trying to find if I can find what the lyrics were originally in that video that she said it. So can we get some original lyrics? I got a boyfriend. He's older than us. I haven't seen him in a couple of months. I go through phases when it comes to love. I'm nothing that you want, but I must say you're so gorgeous. That was one of them. Whoa. Damn. The lyrics fucking really do cut glass, bitch. The... <laughs> <laughs> Like y'all might y'all think it's fucking funny. People, people are mad. <laughs> it's the opposite of funny. <laughs> was there like a song that like when you first heard Reputation that like you liked, but now you've grown to like love it or at least appreciate it more? Um, dress. Dress was probably that song for me. Mm. And so it goes. Oh my god, I fucking love So It Goes. That's my fucking song. Me too. But at first, like, Dress and So It Goes were two that, like, didn't stick with me. Like, thinking about Reputation. Like, I would think about every other song because of them. But I mm-hmm. didn't think about those two. I would say probably mine is New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Like, I I always felt like it just signified, like, the end. <laughs> Yeah. Of the album. So yeah. I would always like, I would get to it and maybe listen halfway and then start the album over again. Mm-hmm. But especially if I listen to it like in like a playlist on like a shuffle, I always like will listen to it. I've grown to like enjoy it more outside of the album. Like when it comes on at work because uh-huh. I have like a playlist, like I enjoy it like in that kind of setup. Yeah. Do you think, like, what, what song do you, would you think, say that that's one of the, underappreciated songs like what would you say was would overall just like in the fandom and the earth whatever is the most underrated song on reputation off reputation um tie between so it goes and gorgeous yeah people fucking hate gorgeous and i don't understand like there are like some people that really can't stand that song I know. and i'm like y'all like 1989 this could have went right the fuck on that album and y'all would have ate it up. But I know. in the context of reputation, y'all can't stand it. And I don't understand. When I hear gorgeous, I just think of the color pink. Like, it just is a pink song. I think of purple. Purple? Like, I just I just love it. I don't know. So It Goes is like another. I think people just kind of sleep on it or like look at it as like a filler song or like a transition uh-huh. kind of song. But I've always kind of like liked it. <laughs> I, I have know. too. Yeah. I re- so It Goes is definitely underrated i don't hear a lot of people talk about it and mm-hmm. i really like it i like the parallels between um 
between it and the song style. I think there's a lot of parallels mm. there because she says, come here dressed in black now. And in style, she says white T-shirt. And then um, I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. And good girl faith in style. Mm-hmm. She letting you know what time it is again. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a girl. Um, and where are you like a necklace? My- and in the style music video, she's throwing a necklace like. Girl. Not to make Taylor it Taylor. up a lot. <laughs> Taylor grew up a lot. I feel like on reputation. Yeah. And I've I have enjoyed that. I feel like it's like an album about transformation. Truly, I oh think girl. that dress is underrated too. Like I have to stick up for dress because I think it's underrated and it's got one of the best bridges. I like to dress, um, especially at the show. Yes. Very artistic moment. Hmm. That's just, that was just a damn good show. Maybe I don't get out <laughs> enough. Like, I'm not even trying to do that right now, even though this is clearly the arena for me to do that, especially on this particular episode. But, like, I feel like I've done that, like, the first ten episodes of this, <laughs> where I repeatedly talked about the fucking show. But um, she just did – she – from start to finish – from the moment we pulled up, like everything was just like boom, boom, boom. Drinks was lit. And you know like what, the... Courtney? It was a day we needed. Yeah. We had been through a lot of shit. I agree. And we needed something like that. Mm. You ain't wrong. <laughs> you are certainly not wrong. I just, I feel like Taylor, that particular album just came. Right, like right on time it just was not late at all in the slightest like damn girl I imagine i just feel like the way i feel about reputation is like damn how could you not even stand after that how could yeah. you not every every song was fucking good here's yeah. a question felicia mm-hmm. do you all right so if you could have or rather if you could ask taylor one question for her to answer during the course of the reputation era, what question would you ask and why? Um, just first thing that comes to my mind is I would ask her how she is because mm. there was a lot that went on leading up to the reputation era and there was a lot going on. And I think as a fandom, we were worried about her. Mm-hmm. I agree. And with her not doing interviews or any promo for Reputation, which was part of, you know, the album. And I think she just needed that. She needed a break mm-hmm. from all that. And to be able to go out and do her music without question. Um, mm. So I think that that's what I would ask her. Just, is she okay? Because literally in um, Call It What You Want, when she says, nobody's heard from me for months, but I'm doing better than I ever was. Like that gives me every time. Like it makes me want to tear up hearing that line. Cause I'm like, damn, she's doing better than she ever was. Thank God. That'd be me as fuck. When I heard that, I was like, damn, that's very much my lifestyle. Like you're probably the most consistent person I talk to yeah. on a basis outside of my boyfriend. There literally are people right now in my inbox that have not heard from me for months Mm -hmm. because I feel like sometimes when you or at least for me I'm going to speak for myself personally I feel like sometimes when I extend 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 and I give pieces of away 
is of myself away to people, mm-hmm. whether that be to be a listening ear or to fix a problem or whatever. I never have any left for the most important person, me. Mm-hmm. So I girl sometimes you need to hide away in your fortress bitch and I feel that yeah I felt that mm. I don't know what I would ask Taylor I would I guess I would ask her is the newspaper aesthetic does that go with the album theme in terms of going from black to white from darkness to light mm-hmm. right because i feel like the first half of the album is black and the second half of the album is more light on top of the fact that media always paints things as being black or white you know what i mean i wonder yeah. if that was part of it yeah hmm. gorgeous is probably the transition song right because it's probably the most quote-unquote colorful song next to the, this is why we can't have nice things mm-hmm so it's very black and white. I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot. Yeah, I remember when I we wonder, got Miss the. Swift. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I talked over you. Oh, all I, all I said was I, I wonder, Miss Swift. <laughs> um, I feel like before the album like came out and we heard it, when we were looking at just the track list, we all kind of were wondering if "So It Goes" was going to be the transition song because "So It Goes" dot dot dot, and then it's like a next part of the album. And honestly, like thinking about it, whenever I think, whenever I'm listening to the song and can like see the colors and stuff, I think it does. Like, because the first few songs feel darker to me, and I feel with dark colors, and then after "So It Goes," it gets to brighter colors. And maybe that's just because the tour was like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you're right. But, like, looking at the track list, I did something bad, Don't Blame Me, and Game, Ready For It. All of those are, like, dark dark in my mind. Hmm. Taylor always up to something. There's always a layer underneath a layer underneath a layer. There is, and I love that. I I love, like, seeing, like, the connections between stuff, like, how... Like dress, for example, um, or not dress. Yeah, no, wait, no, fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. Dancing with our hands tied. That's what I want was trying to say. Um, it talks about like golden and even like um, end game. I think t- she talks about golden, but she says golden a lot. And if you look back to the prologue to Red, the little thing she writes at the beginning, like she's like. I picture true love as golden, and if I ever find that, maybe I'll write about it someday. So, like, it's cool to Mm. look back at shit like that, you know? And see. Mm. I'm proud of her. Me too. I'm looking at the... I pulled up the Reputation Tour book thing, Mm -hmm. and I'm reading that, and uh, just like... Bitch. <laughs> it's so great. And she signs it with thanks to you, I'm doing better than I ever was. Love, Taylor. Like, mm. what the fuck? Wow. Reputation was an era we Everything, all needed. We, I I agree, Felicia. I didn't even realize I did. But when it came, girl, she was very cleansing. Yeah. As a fandom, she was as necessary. people, Taylor needed it. I feel like we all just needed Reputation. Oh, thanks, Taylor. 
You did that. Here's to and getting now... smarter and harder in the nick of time, but still remaining delicate enough to care deeply for those you can trust and brave enough to stay when it's hard or it's wrong or we're making mistakes. What a line. Mm. She wrote the hell out of that, Felicia. She did. Fuck. Everything is so good. I can't wait for to hear Lover and see the parallels. Because already, like, on You Need to Calm Down when she says, Snakes and stones never broke my bones. Bitch. Oh, I can't wait to scream that on Girl. tour. Okay. Oh, I Girl. can't wait. I feel like there's going to be a lot of moments we're going to be screaming on tour. I know. I can't wait till we're both listening to the album because I remember when Reputation came out. Like, I was, like, texting you, like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe she just wrote what we needed to hear right now. <laughs> Girl. Like, when I heard I this is Taylor why we can't have nice things, snapped. I said, I've got to text Courtney Girl. immediately. Girl. She... <laughs> Listen, the artistry. She's masterful, this young lady. And you know what? That's why she deserves to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Period. She deserved the whole damn bottle. Because she be writing the hell out of them songs. She worked hard. And she wrote this album fast. So she I like did. I want to know what's got her so excited. And inspired. Yeah. I'm hmm. I'm hoping that, like we were saying earlier, we get like to see her writing the album because on 1989 we got the voice notes, and then with Reputation we got those videos of her writing the songs. And literally every time I hear the bridge of Getaway Car, I picture that video in my head of her and Jack Antonoff sitting there coming up with the bridge just in like one breath like they just like come up with it and mm -hmm. it's fun to see them get so excited that they just like nailed it they're like um greatness literally just yeah i like seeing the creative process just in general so especially when it comes from taylor it always makes me excited yeah i love seeing how people write songs like that ed sheeran documentary watching him write everything like was so cool to see it's so fun to see how people come up with the lyrics and like what they started out with and how it was for them writing mm -hmm. so i hope we get that again with Lover. Mm, not, I, I haven't seen ed's documentary oh you should it's really good do you think that she'll have more than one stage again yes i think so too hmm she does that a lot, you know. Hmm. Yeah, she be having her little, her little side stage moment. Mm -hmm. Here's a question: mm -hmm. If we could pick one artist to be featured on Reputation, who would that artist be, and why? Uh, you say yours first while I debate in my mind. Hmm. Because she had Ed, Future. I think... <laughs> I just thought of someone stupid. <laughs> um, I think... She could have had a song with both Camila and Charlie. Yeah. Because they, open, they opened the show. Yeah. That could be fun. That makes sense. 
I don't know. I really like that Ed was on it because I think it's fun that she had somebody who's a close friend on that album. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of who else that was a close friend of hers at the time that was a musician. Sean, right? Sean, yeah. Haley? Who else she bring out? She brought out Selena, right? Yeah. Or Troy. Ooh, Troy's good. That would have been fun. That would have been real good. Troy does good on features. Mm-hmm. 1999, he fucked that up. Yeah, so that might be fun. Hmm. Okay. Well, I feel sad because I feel like we're actually laying it to rest. Not forever, but just more so in celebration. Yeah, this is lover. this is a celebration of life. It's not a funeral, bitch. <laughs> that exactly. We just say funeral because reputation's aesthetic is dark. Yeah, and we we love her. <laughs> She'll forever hold a place inside of our heart. Period. We. I just. I feel like. I feel like. It's really cool because, and I think I've said this before, so I apologize, people listening, but it's really cool that Taylor is pretty much two years older than me, so when she's writing the album, she's the same age that I am when I listen to it, Mm. so I feel like it measures up perfectly. She's writing for you, girl. Yeah, and I I just feel like every single album is a different time. We should do an episode about that about what album each album represents to us but I feel like every single album is a different Mm -hmm. time in my life and I feel like I was going through my reputation era maybe not in the same way that Taylor was but I was Mm -hmm. coming out of the darkness and finding the light in the darkness whenever reputation was out that was the same Same. time of my life Mm, same honestly yeah Let's do that. That's a good episode idea. Write that one down, girl. Yeah, I'm writing that down right fucking now because you know my ass is not going to remember. Me. <laughs> well, Courtney, I think it's I think it's about time for us to go. <laughs> All right, girl. We're going to skedaddle on up out the pantry. Oh, oh. And get ready for Lover that's co- coming out. Well, oh, it's we're already getting out ready for Lover, bitch. Us but... of the past, we've got to get ready for Lover. I know. I'm I'm planning a album release party with my people from work. Really? Yeah. So get follow me on Instagram <laughs> to see some cute me. lover pictures. <laughs> I'm planning to literally like not talk, like literally shut my house down and play Lover on repeat. And Courtney and I are both going. Are you going to react to the album? Uh, I was about to say you were, and I don't know if you are. I don't think I want to react to the album. But I do want to make like last year I did like sort of like an overview. I did like an album theories video, but I think I do want to openly discuss the album. But after I've already listened to it. Got it. Well, I'm going to react to the album. So pray for me um, because that's going to be late. And there's a lot of songs, which means a lot of filming and editing. So subscribe to my YouTube channel and support. (laughs) Y'all better, please, because it's going to go up fast. I'm going to try to get it up as fast as I can, y'all. Well, Felicia, we can say one thing. Yours, will, even if yours isn't the first one, it'll be the first quality one. 
Because well, the girls that rush it, they get the clicks, but that watch duration, girl. Yeah. That watch duration and get you every time. It will. I feel like I'm always surprised when people, like, a lot of people watch my reaction videos because just in general, I'm not an overly um, expressive person, I don't think. So I don't want to fake so. it. I don't want to fake it in my video. Like, I'm not, like, screaming, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just not me. And I don't want to fake yeah. it. Because I feel like that's not no shade to people that actually do this in their videos. I'm not shading anybody at all. But I feel like that's a little bit too much for me. So I just act like my normal self. And I'm like, well, I'm not screaming and jumping off the fucking bed. So people aren't going to care. But for some reason, no. they do. You being yourself is what makes people want to watch. I hope so. They said, ooh, she's keeping it real. I keep it real, bitch. My chest Period. might get red, and it might, might, might <laughs> look like my fucking foundation doesn't match, but... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love how I just hold on to things? <laughs> and we'll bring them up just ever so casually. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, we've got to go. Um T. Reputation, we fucking love you, bitch. Taylor, thank you. Thank you, girl. You you did. You <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you are, you know, you can hop down in the show notes and you'll see our social media. Yeah, so follow us. Send us a little DM. If you want to say hey, we talk about you every episode. Say hello. A little DM, just, just a little kitty cat mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we need. Oh, also, I if Taylor, Taylor since you're listening, um, my two cats, Lucy and Trey, would like to be um, inducted into the Itty Bitty Pretty Kitty Committee. No, she didn't. I think they would do really good um, alongside Olivia, Meredith, and Benjamin. Girl, you are doing wonders for you. Oh, the girls are on the podcast Instagram. (laughs) Oh, are they? (laughs) Now they're sending. So, guys, you guys missed this. Before we go really quick, I'm so sorry we're over time, but Courtney is literally having his reputation moment (laughs) right now. (laughs) People are spamming his Instagram with um, shoes and clowns because apparently it's some kind of Cardi B reference. Um, And now they've found the podcast. And you know what? Since they started doing that, I've gained like 40 followers. So thanks. Hmm. They are the, everyone is like literally fighting. Well, Courtney, account. put something about the podcast on your Instagram story right now. Me? I, I mean, I might as fucking well. Literally, because they're probably waiting for you to say something. So like promo the podcast. Waiting, they're like waiting for me to post on Instagram so that they can drag me. And I kind of want, I don't want to troll them and put the Cardi video up, but I kind of want to. I think you should post something about the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's tell them bye and let's talk about this offline. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. We love Reputation and you. Yes, love you guys. Meow, meow. Bye. Bye.